This episode of Naval Gazing is sponsored by valleygivesback.org. Adding a Valley charity to your estate plan creates a lasting legacy that tells future generations what causes matter to you. Your action will inspire others to follow your lead and make a difference. With a plan gift, you have the power to impact the Valley community forever without affecting your current lifestyle. Learn more at valleygivesback.org, an initiative of the Valley Community Foundation. Plan now, give later, and impact tomorrow at valleygivesback.org. For hundreds of years, we brought you the news. For the info, we gave you the clues. Owners' profits were always sky high. Hey everybody, welcome to Naval Gazing, the Valley Indies weekly podcast. My name is Eugene Driscoll and I'm joined by Valley Indie reporter Ethan Fry. Hello, Ethan. Hello, how are you? All right, now we have to speak up this episode because we're going old school here. We're sitting in an office at 158 Main Street in the city of Ansoni without electricity or heat, really through no fault of our own. <laughs> it's like the old school, uh, you know, newspapers of the... Uh... The, like the Deadwood, the guy with the... We don't have this like is the, how they the recorded their podcast? Of the pre-electricity era. <laughs> yeah. So, and we thought, like, what better day to not have heat or electricity <laughs> than when we're hosting the two guys from Connecticut Magazine. That's right, we have Connecticut... You've probably heard of this magazine. I don't know why I'm looking at my computer while talking, but I apologize. <laughs> Connecticut Magazine just came out with its Valley Issue. The Valley Issue, I'm looking at it right now, and joining us are two of the editors. Of course, I didn't research their titles beforehand, but it's Eric Offgang and the other guy. <laughs> Lee Murphy is my last name. Michael Lee Murphy! <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, Michael Lee Murphy was interned for the Valley Indy once upon a time. Uh, and Eric, we actually worked together at the News Times of Danbury. Yes. You, you and, and Ethan. Right. So it's like... Uh, even though I, 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 I can't remember Mike's name. It's like, a, 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 what is that? Reunation? Reunited. Reu- reunion. Yeah, a reunion. Yes. A reunion here in the Benighted Valley. So <laughs> let's talk about like Connecticut Magazine. Well, first of all, your titles. I, I, I apologize. It's I, been, I'm just a staff writer. You're a staff writer. Yeah. Oh, so I promoted you. Yeah. <laughs> Senior writer. Yeah, we both Senior got promotions. Yeah. 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 That's right, because the, the editor actually lives in Ansonia. He does. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Albie Urovich. Yeah, Albie lives in Ansonia. Yeah. yeah. So how, go ahead. The um, the former editor, Albie, before Albie, uh, Ray Mendici, also lived in uh, Shelton. So a lot of uh, Valley connections to the uh, magazine. Oh, really? So you guys, I actually, we should end this podcast. It's the competition <laughs> we're talking to. <laughs> so how, how often does Connecticut Magazine come out? Every First month. of all, it's a monthly magazine. Uh, and how did this idea, I mean, you, you guys are really well known for your best ups. Which, uh, did that just come out? Because I've seen everywhere all the businesses highlighting their reader choice yeah i think um the well we did the best restaurants in january 
and we did, I think the best of issue, isn't it usually September? Yeah, the best oh, of the issue is more than September. One. Yeah, we did best bars going. in March. Yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> best bar, yeah, we did best bars, and yeah, best bars was in March. Best doctors was in April. Um, best, uh, best podcast yet or best, no? I did podcasts. I didn't. Oh, thanks, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Who'd you go with? Tuccio? Welcome to Connecticut. Ken Tuccio. Right? Am I right? I did. We got to get better Twitter, man. (laughs) Need a better headshot. (laughs) Ethan's got nothing. Okay, so there's a lot of best. There's a lot of best. Yeah. yeah. How many staff? Are you guys the. How many people write for Connecticut Magazine? What's like. How many employees, roughly? So we've got like a four person editorial team. It's me and Mike. Plus uh, Mike Walschlager and uh, Albi Yurovich, the editor in chief. What does Mike do there? And he does a combination of editing and writing. So he does a lot of editing, but also does some writing as well. And uh, just lean into the mic a little bit. I I apologize. Usually we have these fancy microphones here that we're just not using. I have a (laughs) microphone from Best Buy. No problem. Uh, And you're part of the Hearst uh, Corporation, right? yeah, we got we got bought by Hearst in June. Um, b- before that, we were owned by um, Digital First Media. Um, so we're part of the uh, ownership group now that includes the New Haven Register, the Middletown Press, uh, Torrington Register Citizen. That was our little uh, company that got our little group that got bought by Hearst in June, adding us into now the Connecticut Connecticut Post, Danbury News Times. Stanford Advocate, Nor- uh, Norwalk Hour, Norwalk yeah. Hour, Greenwich uh, Time, if that still exists. Um, you guys want to buy the Valley Indie by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of bucks. They, no, they run you, all cheap. Well. Yeah, and they run all purchasing decisions by us first. So, yeah. <laughs> you guys aren't yeah, making yeah. those decisions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we're consulted on, a, on, a, on an yeah. ongoing basis about. Yeah. But I, I just go through all that. It's probably too inside baseball. But I, mean, I don't know. Maybe listeners are, are interested in knowing the internal. Uh, it's a, yeah, I think it's important to know who owns the media. And there's not a thousand people putting together the magazine. Mm. Uh, no, there's six. There's um, six of us total. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and actually, there's two designers. As yeah, well. in addition, yeah, we have. Nobody the cares about this. Yeah, but I mean, you look at the finished product. It's impressive to me that. That many that that small number of people are involved in turning and turning well, that's so there's good. There's a whole ad so popular. Well, but yeah, on the editorial side, um, it's the six of us. Ad people, huh? All right. So how <laughs> did the Connecticut no, I'm sorry, the Valley issue come about? I, I remember a couple of years ago, the magazine was run by somebody else. Because there's been a, a couple of uh, ownership, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And that person had contacted me and, and we were gonna guest edit. Connecticut wow. Magazine, probably because they had no staff. I'm like, hey, maybe we can. <laughs> uh, at that point, at that point, it was before Hearst came over. Because Hearst is a healthy uh, uh, company compared to some of the other um, for sure newspaper owners. So, but it never came about. You know, I was really looking forward to it. But uh, so, how did this this idea sort of come about to, to dedicate an issue, which I don't think has ever been done before, to the Naugatuck Valley? Well, um, we were. Uh, in December, November or December, we we the whole editorial team sits down and has a meeting about like we plan out the year, um, uh, in terms of like what various topics we want to hit and what months. Um, and the idea was batted around to do a whole issue dedicated to like a particular 
place. Yeah, like, it was actually Mike's idea. <laughs> he had a, an idea. He, he had uh, been talking about it, doing it, uh, an issue dedicated to a particular place, and um, very give, gave a very impassioned plea about why we should do it, and really, uh, I think, won me over with the idea, because I was a little skeptical of the, the concept at first. Why? Um, just because I was worried that there would be... Um, a not new, enough craft beer? Yeah, not enough craft beer. <laughs> in one Eric's a noted area. craft beer writer, listeners. You, you've written a couple of books on Connecticut's yes. leading authority, I, yeah. I will <laughs> say. <laughs> the, uh, isn't there, wait, isn't there some guy from the Waterbury Republican, like Mr. Bruce Oh, yes, yeah, like Will, S- Will Suss, yeah, yeah, he, he writes guys, a column. Is yeah, there any way you a, would do a boxing match <laughs> to raise money? Yeah, drink it up. No. For the great give, we, we, uh, May 1st and 2nd? No, no. We compete in the beer Olympics every year, but no, he's a he's a great guy. So there, there's also a lot of good authorities. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So you were saying you you thought maybe the yeah, idea? Yeah. Well, I I didn't I didn't see the vision. I guess at first, I mean, maybe skeptical is the wrong word, but I, I didn't see. So he started talking about it. How you know you'd have a variety of stories. It wouldn't be the only thing we covered in the issue, but there would be a, a significant amount of stories on a wide range of topics. And it really for me came together as like, yeah, you could do this if you found the right place, a place that wasn't overcovered in other publications, wasn't, um, you know, had a little bit of enough diversity of stuff going on, you know, just... Um, so not like a mall town or New yeah. Haven, which has been done to death. Well, New Haven's been done to death, yeah. So we, I think we wanted to, we were knocking around the idea of like, yeah, a place that's not been covered a ton, but that also has like um, a very... Um, uh, Specific regional identity, um, a sense of place, yeah. sense of place, yeah. absolutely. Um, and the valley obviously like hits all those notes. Like there's a there's a extreme sense of place here. Um, it it uh, you know when you're in the valley. Um, and yeah, it helped that our editor in chief Albi Yurovich, uh, he's a Naugatuck native and he lives in Ansonia now, so he knows the valley as well. Um, and it was it's a collection of towns. We, I mean, because the other ideas were like you know the Norwich issue or the Willamantic issue or um, et cetera. Um, but the Valley is a nice little connect collection of, of towns. So you can sort of, there's a bit of variety even within it. Um, yeah. And also that kind of, like you say, that shared identity, which I think is stronger in the Valley than other places, even, yeah. you know, there's definitely the greater Danbury area where we were at the news times as a region, but I don't think it's, it's as New Milford didn't care about <laughs> yeah. Danbury yeah. necessarily. Yeah. Contrary to what our editor said at the time. More Sherman. What's going on at Roxbury? It was like people on Main Street yeah. Danbury didn't necessarily necessarily and in Richfield Richfield was its own like they didn't yeah yeah its own world yeah yeah. Richfield for sure yeah Um, but yeah the valley does have that whatever it is where we can publish a story that is about Derby but you'll see Shelton people commenting on it because everyone everyone sort of circulates even right down to I I remember noticing this really when I was interning here in 2011 um, and I did a little photo essay about it um, where Every all the signs in the valley say like, you know, valley uh, auto body or valley um, uh, printing shop and everything. There even even in the sort of local business area or local business arena, um, people are uh, affiliated with a to brand it, yeah. almost. Of like the even valley. Like, like the newest restaurants in Ansonia Main Street. Oh, it's not so new now, but. Copper City mm. mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. had to, you know, you got it's like important to incorporate the identity Absolutely. of the community into your uh, your name here. So how long? So that was uh, what late last year, the beginning of this so, year. Yeah, late had, last year. Yeah. Like, how long do you uh, work on the issue, and how did you? Before we get to what's in the issue, how did you decide which topics to tackle? 
And then who didn't return your call? So that's, what <laughs> <you're doing. laughs> that's a good question. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, jump in whenever, Eric. But, like, we, we basically we have a meeting. Um, uh, we try to have a meeting, like, fully two months before the issue comes out. Um, so probably two months ago, we sat down again. After, after deciding we wanted to do a Valley issue, we sat down and tried to hash out some stories within, um, like, what would look. I think we came, we came over when we sort of... Um, chew the fat with you guys about um, what's we, going on. We just on basically poo-pooed you for three hours. We were just like, no, nah, don't do that. Well, I actually, you caught us on a bad day. Yeah, this is back. no. This is actually a good. This now is actually, that we don't have electricity. I realize <laughs> we like, just spoiled like rats. One, one hour of like discussion about like magazine topics, then two hours of like talking about all the people we. Didn't we appreciate in, at the news time. We, we weren't in a good mood that day, so it's, which is um, you, you, I see you totally disregarded our advice. Understanding <laughs> that, and, no, no, no. But this is this is actually a good opportunity to, to pay some some tribute and tell the story about um, the Valley Indies' role in the Valley issue, uh, which is in was it twenty eleven? I think the fall of twenty eleven. There used to be there used to be a biannual feature in uh, Connecticut Magazine called Rating the Towns. Where um, oh right, where there would be like grades, right? You'd, they'd get like a yeah, or it would, it would certainly be ranked. Like and each would have really like a like score. Like Entertainment Weekly. It was sort yeah. of a pass fail. To, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. And, and that right there was probably I had a resentment right off the bat. It, it, I, was, I was never a good student. <laughs> and as someone who worked on it, it was about the worst thing I've ever had to do as a journalist. You worked on that of, at that time? Um, not not at that time. Okay, but I worked on the last year we did it. And gotcha, I remember gotcha, like gotcha. I'm like just. I'm never doing that again. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. going on vacation that month, calling in sick. Or Eric oh, gets special to, credit for. Yeah, um, I want to revisit that because yeah. I want to find out what why what was so bad about it. But all right, so well, yeah, you I guys... think there was there was, it was essentially a metric of like you know you took um, I don't know what it was it was like it was like housing you, you ranked people according to like you set up categories in terms of like housing price like obviously the like Greenwich is not going to be in the same category as like Willimanthic or whatever. So this um, is all those things that like all those like websites. Yeah, yeah, it was a listicles. It was listicles. <laughs> Before listicles were cool. Yeah. Proto, proto <laughs> listicles. Um, but yeah, so, so I mean, I, yes, Eric and I like both like punch pilot, wash our hands of this, but um, uh, it was a ranking system for towns and it, like, it was like schools, like test, like, you know, grade score, uh, or testing grades, um, uh, what else was in it? Median like, income, probably. Yeah, probably crime, crime, rates. Crime, crime rates. Was filling uh, out, I, I think I spent a week filling out uh, spreadsheets, which is... Um, not something I'm good at or like yeah. to do, and it, and it was just, and then at the end you get this whatever weird whatever our to do, yeah, and whatever our data, yeah, whatever our algorithm was, you'd get this like number that like I didn't feel like meant anything <laughs> at that point, you know, because you could, you know, some of the data, yeah, like you could look at like you know which town has the lowest crime rate or which what it, the economy is, but once you kind of put it all together into our new metric, it almost didn't have any meaning anymore. Mm. Mm. And then um, of course, I mean, Derby and Ansonia, I would assume. And I live in Derby, mm. and we're working here in Ansonia. Came out low on the list. I, see, I don't, I don't really. All I remember is the word benighted. I don't remember <laughs> this anything was else earlier. About this, yeah, yeah. I, oh, oh, I, yeah, that I was don't, earlier. I don't really. I don't really know where they came out on the list either. But famously, uh, a, a prior uh, editor at the at the magazine wrote that the. Uh, in a little blurb describing the intro is like, and, uh, you know, as we see, like, you know, Ansonian Derby from the, quote-unquote, the Benighted Valley um, come out sort of towards the lower end of the list. So you, Eugene, wrote a very funny... Um, uh, Polemic, um, which which what is that word? Ethan, help me out. <laughs> like a, like a, 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 an opinion piece that's like you know biting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, 
making fun of the uh, the, the big vocabs of, of Connecticut Valley. I mean, of uh, Connecticut Magazine uh, writers using the word like benighted, which I also had to look up because I didn't know the word. But um, yeah, I thought it was positive to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was benighted. Like yeah, yeah, I was thinking yeah, of like yeah, a nice, yeah, uh, yeah. sword on the shoulders. Yeah, like. There's, um, no, there's no K in it. But it was more like whiting the boots of the soldier. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> By nature, as that. Well, it was, I think it was, it was, it was um, benighted, meaning, um, I don't actually have the thing here, but Some it's like. state of decline. It's like, well, it's like in a state of like confused yeah. darkness yeah. or something. Yeah. I, if I remember, it was, you see, and this is just going on memory, and I could be totally wrong, but I remember like the tenor of it being. Uh, like we're blissfully dumb, like just ignoramuses <laughs> who don't know any other be- better way. And, and I guess like ignoramai, really. Okay. Just, all right. No, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I'm proving my point. But I just remember thinking at the time. I think I just purchased my house in Derby, you know, thanks to like uh, an Obama era tax credit hey. and the fact that housing is so depressed in Derby, a reporter could buy a house. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it was just ridiculous. And uh, a record, uh, cover story reporter in Connecticut buys And that's why all the Connecticut magazine people have ties to the valley because it's like, oh, it's someplace people can afford to live. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I just remember taking offense to that. Like, and just being which, like, oh, which, man, which you like, should why? Have, which 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 you're enti- you you were entirely right to do. Um, and but now like this this latest the, the valley issue so this is this is like raises a, that. This is and a, also I did it for page views. It was a slow news yeah. day. We, I remember it being sort of new, and it was a way to drop that traditional way of uh, being completely unbiased uh, and try to get some backslaps from our readership. So there was also a, uh, I'll admit that. And that's fair. That's totally fair. We do listy stuff too. I mean, or clicky stuff too. I mean the yeah. But, I mean basically. So so in the editor's note of the um, and this is Albi. The, Alvin, val- the, the Valley issue. Sorry, yeah, I'm bumping that. Um, Albi Yurovich, our editor, who's an Ansonia resident, as I said, um, he he uh, references this 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 back and forth uh, from 2011, and he says, um, uh, "Wait, I haven't read this. Way back in way back in no- this is Albi writing. Way back in November 2011, this magazine published its then biennial rating the towns, ranking municipalities using personal income, crime rate, diversity, taxes, education, and cultural options." The Naugatuck River Valley... Cultural <laughs> options. Sorry. <laughs> uh, the Naugatuck River Valley, uh, including the towns of Naugatuck, Oxford, Beacon Falls, uh, Seymour, Shelton, Ansonia, and Derby, rated poorly overall. Or as the region's online news site, um, the Valley Independent Sentinel put it, we quote-unquote kick the valley in the shins. At the time, the magazine wrote that the valley, quote, remains benighted, uh, a benighted place as far as surveys are concerned, and has been, has been since our first one in 1992. Close quote. Uh, suffice it to say, Valley residents were not amused. When our staff, so fast forward to this year, when our staff met late last year um, to discuss the story ideas for 2018, the concept of, valley, of a Valley issue was a particularly intriguing one. It was a chance to pay tribute to, to a part of the state that isn't often seen in these pages, uh, but is no less deserving of attention for the people, places, and issues that define us. So um, think, of it, think of it as a pat on the back rather than a kick in the shins for the Valley. Um, so yeah, so that, that was, that's the idea. So throughout the issue, you'll see in each of our sections, um, the sort of hard news section, the culture, arts and culture section, the um, food section, and then there's there's going to be a valley story, and then in the middle of the magazine, there's a whole section of valley stories. The uh, what what are some of the highlights of the uh, articles? Or what do you call that thing? A magazine? I <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like what stands out? What did you guys like uh, researching and talking to the folks and? reporting about the most. 
I wish we had water, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Although our fridge, one, one great thing about not having power, our fridge, the ice in the fridge melted. It's just, oh, nice. it's just all over the place. We have water. We have no paper towels. I used a shirt and a tablecloth. <laughs> um, sporadic. Um, you know, I, I really liked, um, I think after me and Mike met with you two, uh, we went and just kind of drove around and explored the valley in a way. You know, I drive through the valley. I've been to a lot of places. But we spent um, time, like, really just, like, exploring, um, talking to people, um, it's just really fun to do that for me. You know, I went into books in the fall by the falls, which is something I've drove by a hundred times. On Roosevelt Drive and, and Derby, yeah, right. or more than a hundred times, yeah. And and just going in there and seeing, you know, it's piled high with books, and the um, the owner is such a character and was such a passion for what they do there that it was just, um, you know, just a lot of fun to um, to kind of explore that culture and uh, I guess the quirk and character. That's what I really like. That's what I liked about the Valley. It's, it's a, like we were talking about earlier, it's a different place, um, but it's got like a lot of, um, you know, a lot of character. It's kind of like the, I mean, it's like the, what the Bronx used to be. Yeah. Like when I hear my parents, that's where they grew up and they talk about what their communities were like. To me, the Valley is a throwback in a lot of respect. Absolutely. That toward, sort of character uh, and, and the sense of community and uh, well, sense of tradition. I, I mean, guess. it's interesting because like we, so we're based in New Haven, um, uh, and you know, I, I personally have seen New Haven, like downtown New Haven, get really sort of like um, hollowed out in a sort of opposite way, like it's upscaled, um, and all of the sort of quirk of the place has been pushed out by higher rents or by property magnates or by a vision for the city that sees, um, that wants to put, you know, Jamba Juices and, and high-end retail um, all through the city and sort of make it a playground for wealthy people. Um, so it's, but it, and it's lost a lot of um, the character and like what, what, what really made it a unique place. So there's a t-shirt that goes around that says, um, I have a bumper sticker on my, um, like on my cubicle at work that says, uh, New Haven, I, I really liked you back when you really sucked. Um, um, th- uh, the Valley doesn't suck, but it's, it's, uh, it's got that kind of character. It hasn't been hollowed out like, like culturally like some other places in the state have that I, I, in a way that not I find generic. Really interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's not, not generic. It's totally yeah. got character. Yeah, not yuppieized or... Uh, yeah, yeah. So you um, went through Books by the Falls. What are some other places you visited and wrote about? Um, we went to um, the uh, Europol, the deli on uh, Main Street. In Ansonia. Um, right? In Ansonia, yeah, right, yeah. right down the street from us here. Um, and that was a place, I think I wrote in, um, we did a little food roundup of like classic valley eating. Um, like what are some, uh, so we hit Eddie's, of course. We hit Europol. Um, Roseland. Roseland. Um, but it was just, I think I wrote in the... Um, I was right near my house. Thanks for calling me up. <laughs> <laughs> um, we didn't even get a free pizza out of this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we, I, think, I think we wrote in the, in the, or I wrote in the Europe whole thing, like, um, if you want to see, if you want, if you want, like, to measure the health of an immigrant community, like the, the, um, the, the, the a- activity within uh, an immigrant community, look for the newspapers. Like, and Europol still sells Polish-language newspapers, um, uh, which I thought was really cool. Like, you don't... Um, everybody talks about New Britain as being this capital of Polish culture in Connecticut, uh, which, it, which it is, for sure. But, um, but here's, this, here's this deli. And not only is there a deli, there's a, a, a restaurant right next yeah. door to it. Um, uh, and then another place further down the road. On and there's one in Derby. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, on... Uh, 
on 34 there. And uh, so that we hit that, I think thought that that's a good representation of the valley, I thought. Um, yeah, with the we wiffle ball. Yeah, what were we going to say? Yeah, yeah. And, and then the other thing I really liked personally writing about was, um, you know, I wrote about Goodyear, which, you know, I always assumed he had made a fortune with the Goodyear Tire Company. And, have, of course, uh, he, that has no connection to him, actually. It was named in honor of him afterwards. Um, so he, um, it's sort of like Tesla cars. And, you know, just learning about that, he died penniless and um, had kind of this insane quest to try to stabilize rubber, which I, I you know, I'm, I'm sure some people knew about that, some history buffs, but, you know, I knew nothing about it, and getting to research that was a lot of fun. And then, of course, uh, writing about the Valley beer scene was um, fun. Yeah, which has really emerged in the last, like, five or so years, starting with starting with the dewdrop. I mean, I, I personally witnessed the dewdrop. You drop. personally started the Valley beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm anti-craft beer. But, uh, no, but I when I first moved up here, I would work from, uh, I was working at the News Times, and I would work like 6 a.m. to 3, 2 or 3. It was a total scam I had going. It was beautiful. Because <laughs> uh, I was there, uh, there, whatever, the mobile the, reporter. The in early cop days. shift, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And you, you, I'd go to the, the police personally so they could tell me nothing was happening. <laughs> <laughs> and my wife would work 3 to 11, and, you know, my girlfriend at the time. So I would go to the dewdrop for dinner because it's very close yeah. to my house every day. And when I first moved up here... I guess it was 2006, 2005, something like that. It was, people would be like, what, you went to that place? Because it had like, famously been an actual biker bar and violent and, and, and all that. But it was really not like that at all. Uh, and then it was right around there that the new guy, Jay, took over. And it just slowly but surely, like they did a couple of things. They had like, the Walking Dead. They'd have a Walking Dead Sunday night viewing. And that was before, that was like during like the transition. Steak night. And Steak Night, like, took off. And that, yeah, then, yeah. So anyway, yeah. And then that was, like, the first one that then they became this destination somehow. Uh, Thanks a lot in part to you guys uh, naming them Best of the Wings. Yeah, which are great there. Yeah. That really helped them. And they've got it. It's a it's a great bar. It has. Um, I encountered that too the first time I went, where people were like, "Oh, you're going there," and I was like, "Yeah, well, clearly, just take one look at me, and you know, people won't mess with me." And um, <laughs> so I wouldn't go there if I were you. But it's fine for me. But like, I was, I, like I've been at the bar, and it's been a long time. <laughs> But uh, I've texted the owner being like, there's some guy here in skinny jeans. Which <laughs> 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 he welcomes, but I was yeah. just trying to bust well, his yeah, it. Saturday afternoon, it's like, I, yeah, I can't, can't get can't a seat. Yeah, yeah. I saw, like, I was, I actually, because I thought, since we lost electricity here through no fault of our own, I was going to call up Jay and be like, hey, can we go to the bar and do this for at, at 10 a.m.? But And whatever I searched on Google to see what time they opened, it had like, wait time, 30 minutes. I'm like, oh my, it's like a Manhattan eatery. <laughs> it's just amazing what that burn our down. Yeah. I don't know what that means either. It's a Manhattan eatery. Oh. They're like Nobu. I only know what Howard Stern goes to. No. <laughs> All right, so yeah. so But, but it's yeah. amazing, right? Yeah, like, and then, you know, from that, there's a couple other beer bars that are great, uh, the Hops Company, and then also the, just the brewery. You know, and, and Oxford has both OEC and Black Cog, which are two, uh, you know, two great breweries with kind of um, OEC. Well, both actually have, you know, regional, you know, great reputations beyond um, beyond Connecticut. And OEC is really a unique, um, unique brewery. They have sort of a national reputation for doing what they do um, and, and doing great stuff. And then Bad Sons, which is mm. newer, which is a, you know, great space right there by Books of the Falls and has. Um, and what a great, as somebody who like lives literally above that. Mm-hmm. The fact that, I mean, on a hilt of it, what a reuse of that property. Because that, oh, yeah. that property was doing Beautiful. nothing. I would yeah. just go, like, 
Whenever it was a slow news week, there'd always be some kind of fire inside that building. <laughs> it there wouldn't was, be a there fire. It used to be like an old boat on blocks. That's, like, well, that's still... Parking, or no, is that... That's been moved to, I think, uh, down the road a little <laughs> bit. Closer to my house, my <laughs> friend's behind me. It's not right next to Route 34. Yeah. Right. But, like, yeah, but now it's like a, a vibrant place. It's it's cool to yeah, see. Yeah, no, it's beautiful. And, that you know, the acronym for the Valley Towns it's named after and really... Uh, you know, definitely a lot of Valley Pride there. And and it really is someone who goes to probably too many breweries. It's really a nice uh, layout, like very nicely done and great beer. So that, that day that we came and visited you guys mm-hmm. um, back in, I think it was late February, actually. Um, was it that long ago? Holy cow. I think it was. Wow. Because it was that, you know what it was? It was that really bizarrely warm day where oh. it like hit in the 70, 70s. Um, and... Uh, Eric and I stopped in at Bad Sons, and that was like, it, there was the hand of God on our shoulder saying, you got to write about the valley. <laughs> the valley issue is blessed by God um, because it was 75 degrees in February, and we were mm. at Bad Sons. Yeah, like out the beer garden, yeah. Um, uh, These guys left here and got drunk. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> <the story. laughs> like, like good reporters. You know what I did that day? You guys left and I, I had recorded a podcast. Or that you that, that podcast you uh, witnessed, I, yes. I deleted the file. <laughs> the Bill yeah. Davis one? Yeah, we have to do it again. Yeah, it doesn't oh, exist no. anywhere. Right. Well, I got uh, since Anyway. There's a story. Okay. Life in corporate media. Yeah, it differs yeah. a little. You guys have electricity and fancy things like that. <laughs> <laughs> All the newfangled. Uh, <laughs> that's my back. There's a uh, there's a story about the about Mike Kenichi Valley Sports Rewind Valley Sports Sorry, Rewind. Oh. I sat in on a um, there he is on a Valley Sports Rewind recording session with um, Bill Davis, the um, Seymour softball legend. Um, so Ethan's checking to see if you got anything embarrassing in the photograph in the background. Remember, we got anything. the Mark Loretti inauguration issue. The 1991 the, uh, Valley Evening Sentinel, Sentinel yeah. and our uh, our joking Nixon poster. You throw back Nixon Sarcastic. poster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and also my um, my coffee cup from uh, Neil's Donuts in Wallingford. Um, nice. I didn't realize that was there. But, um, yeah, no, so there's a lead in this from, which references like a p- particular part of their conversation. I hope that... That doesn't um, exist. It doesn't <laughs> exist. Fake news! Bring it, up, bring it up again. Yeah, no, we're, we're gonna, we have to retake It's that. now the primary source for that, yeah. I had to, <laughs> I had to send out the laptop, so it's been repaired, but it's yeah. It's like the lost, uh, the lost, the lost episodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like that Jerry Lewis movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, yeah, so we got Mike Kinney, we got the Nietzsche in there. We got the Nietzsche, um... What about, uh, you had mentioned the hard news? Is there like a look at something, you used your well, magazine, we, or is that just you know, generic sort of, hard news? Or we sort of did wide? a, uh, there is one thing where we sort of did a follow-up to um, to the, uh, uh, we did a story last issue, a freelancer, um, uh, Mike Hatterivas, did a, a, a really good, great story actually about um, um, this sort of state of con- the commuter rails in Connecticut. Oh, yeah. Um, which covered a lot of the, of the sort of proposed um, cuts to the um, to the to the Waterbury Branch Line, and uh, so we didn't want to like retread too much ground, but we did do sort of a little vox pop. Um, uh, a what? A vox populi. That's a news term. Um, <laughs> man on the man on the street. Man on the street. Oh, okay. um, about how? Uh, so I like I like went around to um, uh, a couple different stops, train stops, and just sort of. Talk to people who use the train. No um, one gave you the name Al DePantsu or anything like that. <laughs> Disappointed Valley. Um, Nobody ran up and yelled Baba Booey. There was some funny stuff going on. Um, uh, a couple, one of these people, um, 
told me that he was the train inspector. Um, but, uh, nice. But then he, yeah, so he was. Um, was that uh, what's his name from? Uh, Silicon Valley, who just got charged with calling it a bomb threat to us. Oh, oh yeah, what's wow. his name? He's not from oh. the Valley, right? Dylan, TJ, TJ, TJ uh, Miller. TJ. Is he from right. Connecticut? He I, he was going to Westport. He was on the train to Westport. I don't oh, know if he's from Connecticut oh, oh, or not. Oh, oh. I, he just I stumbled know. out of a brewery somewhere, yeah. according to the FBI statement. Yeah, and according to... One too many craft beers. Yeah. Oh, you got Charlton Comics in here? Yes, yeah. So we actually that's awesome. Yeah, we did a little sort of historic... Uh, Roundup, and that was one of the things that you know I, I had no idea about that. That's a great story. Landscape. Thanks for turning off your phone. <laughs> yeah, there's a documentary coming out. Uh, yeah. that they've, they've been working on it forever. Yeah, I mentioned on that, that, on that yeah. company. Yeah, okay. You and got I think it, I yeah, saw yeah. your story. Yeah, oh your yeah, there story. it is again. Yeah, All right, yeah. Just quoted personally. Yeah. yeah. Oh. The scrappy street fighting cousin of heavyweight champion publishers DC and Marvel. Oh yeah. Derby All right. Do yeah. I get any residuals? I think I was because I. I read that and I was close to deadline, and then I was like, we I did can't a get that description. So yeah, anything I describe is going to be a rip off of that description. <laughs> yeah, right. So I'm just going to put it in the quotes. <laughs> yeah. Hope when that comes out, uh, that's pretty cool. All right, so what else? So there's Ron Knox. Did I see. So oh, you, you got infographics. You go back to the little start of this actually. Ron. So this is the this is the start of like the little Valley um, special section. Um, sort valley of New Year's. Well, you guys got everything. <laughs> yeah. Wiffle Ball, History of Wiffle Balls by the freelancer John Roach. And I didn't know Almond Joy began in, in Naugatuck, I guess? Yep, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't, never heard that. I, just yeah. always, I thought that was always just one of those false claims sometimes. Yeah, no, it started in Oh, Seymour, you got Kurt Miller will be happy. You got some Seymour action in there. Yeah, Seymour's yeah. the cover, too. So Seymour's on their cover, yeah. Um, and... Um, uh, Mike Wolschlager, one of the writers uh, slash editor, um, sort of got a great tour around Seymour with um, John Fanoto, um, yeah. who... Uh, Knights of Columbus, right? Is yeah, Knights of Columbus, theater. sort of unofficial. I think Mike describes him somewhere as the unofficial mayor of, of, of Seymour. Um, and, uh, yeah, so there's a bit of a, a Seymour sort of, I don't know, travelogue visitor's guide kind of thing. Um, uh, yeah, we talk about the bicycle getting its start. Pierre Lallemand. Yes. Nice. <laughs> nice. Brief mention of Valley Football. We didn't slaughter that because yeah, that was one of the... You guys kind of went the other direction because there's been so much written there's about been so like, much. Um, football and Derby and Sonia rivalry and Shelton and all that good stuff. Um, books by the Falls. That's we We already mentioned that. Um, yeah, just a little sort of infographic with um, the size of the place. I didn't realize. I mean, I was shocked by that number. 138,000 people living across... We sort of included um, seven towns. I know there's some debate about what is in the valley and what's not, but um, Albie, as a Naugatuck boy, was uh, was uh, adamant that Naugatuck was part of the valley, mm -hmm. and uh, so we'll defer to that. Um, so yeah, just a little. Uh, yeah, that number looks right. That's what I put on our grant applications. <laughs> about that, that's our potential. Oh, crave, yeah, which. So our, yeah, our food section uh, crave. We did. I know crave's been around for a while, and we never written about it, but. Um, it was great. I mean, so like, we do uh, go around to a lot of a lot of really nice restaurants in in like you know your, you know, Mystics and Fairfield County and and you know these kind of West Hartford, West Hartford these yeah. kind of food places. Um, Farmington. Farmington. Crave. Crave easily is like up there with any of them in terms of uh, what I ate when I was there. Um, I really like the vibe in there. Um, it's like super super. Uh, high-end food 
um, but not terribly expensive. Um, and it was cool. There was a little. I was so I was talking to Libby Meisner, the chef there, or sorry, the uh, the owner there, and she was saying um, she's bounced all over the all over the world really in terms of her food background. She's a native of Puerto Rico, and she's worked in restaurants in New York, in in Jackson Hole, in Wyoming, in Texas, um, and uh, as you as you were talking about earlier, so, so I said, so what what brought you to um, Ansonia? And she says, well, it's a it's a place that I could afford to live, you know, because she had been a waitress for 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 mm. for a long time in these places before she decided to start her her own venture, um, and she seems to have done really really well at it. And she's got this great. They're putting, um, a, they're putting a, an outside deck yeah, on. Expand, they expanded a couple of years ago, um, and now they're they're building a deck. So, and it's my theory that a lot of see. we've seen so many restaurants and like delis and things just come and go, right. especially right here in Ansonia. Yeah, yeah. So the fact that she's been able to make it a go is pretty, you know, it's like a testament to her. And for years, like even before started they, before they, the Valley Indy was. Yeah, there, they've been. So, yeah, yeah, they've mm-hmm. been here a long a time. I yeah. think like a lot of times, like in Sony and Derby, sometimes is the place where like a new person, like new to owning a business, maybe mm. they've done something else, and this is their first try. Mm. They'll come here to to try it out. I think that's part of the reason why we have such high turnover. It's not necessarily that you know no one goes out to eat, but it's more of you know, people new to business. But she's stuck around, is what yeah. you're saying. Like, yeah, she's, yeah, she's yeah. figured out whatever she did, mm-hmm. it worked, you know? And she has this great quote. She says, um, Valley folk, we're real people. There's no pretenses. We're just real. Everybody knows everybody. Which I thought that was I thought that was a pretty nice description. we got to go there for lunch. I'm getting hungry now. I am <laughs> getting hungry also, yeah. <laughs> Eric's trying to get <laughs> out of the interview. They do actually yeah, have, yeah, they do do have the a lunch menu, which I didn't sample off of, but... Um, I've act- I've never been there. I've only walked. You should by. go, Eugene. Yeah, it's too really intimidating. Good. And wait, it's, it's fusion, like uh, yeah, it's Caribbean, like it's um, it's American. it's la- it's food from all over Latin America, really. Um, the chef um, um is uh, from Ecuador, um, and uh, Fabian Delgado, um, and he uh, so there's a lot of like. So Libby Meisner's parents were, she's born in Puerto Rico, but her parents are from Spain, or her grandparents, I think, are from Spain. Um, so there's a lot of Spanish dishes in there as well. Um, so the, 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 the paella is a specialty. Um, um, gosh, what did I have? Um, uh, I had this, like, grilled octopus dish wow. that was gorgeous. Like, there's a lot of, like, tapas style. Like, you, you can kind of do it with small plates. Um, um, yeah, really, really, really beautiful. Like food, but food literally from like all over Latin America, like Caribbean, um, from 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 Central America, from South America. Um, yeah, highly recommended. Now, Ethan, is there anything you wanted to ask these two intrepid journalists about their experiences in the valley? I know I've been dominating with bad one-liners, but just make sure you speak up because you're the farthest yeah, away. Yeah, like, is there anything you guys like came? In, are there any like preconceived notions you came in with that were you learned were not true about the valley or any like surprises in terms of when you guys came in and learned more about the area i i mean i think for me you know just on the the, the history side because i did that you know the back page i did the story about kind of the rubber industry and i didn't realize how linked it was to uh, some of the surprises i mentioned are already about that but just how linked it was to the early sneaker industry and there's some people which i'm not sure is true but they say it, you know, the first sneakers were made because they had the first rubber soles. And, you know, that's fascinating to me. The, um, you know, some of the other history things I didn't know. I mean, I think we had a good idea or I had a decent idea about the culture. Um, you know, I think 
I um, I think there's a lot of Valley Pride, which I was maybe surprised a little bit, you know, by the extent of that. I think everyone I talk to is, like, very much, like, you know, very uh, very repping the Valley and very, like, proud of where they came from. And Hi, it's Eugene of valleyindy.org. Hope you're enjoying this episode of Naval Gazing, the Valley Indie podcast. Just wanted to talk to you for a second about The Valley Gives Back, a new program of the Valley Community Foundation. They're supporting this podcast. Adding a charity to your estate plan creates a legacy that tells future generations what causes matter to you during your life. Your action inspires others to follow your lead and make a difference. And with a planned gift, you have the power to impact your community forever without affecting your current lifestyle. For more information, visit valleygivesback.org. The Valley Gives Back is an initiative of the Valley Community Foundation, connecting private philanthropy to the long-term public good of the Valley. Plan now, give later, and impact tomorrow at valleygivesback.org. Now back to the show. If you're looking through the issue um, to the listener of this, um, and this is available everywhere now on newsstands. Uh, no, well, it depends on soon. Soon. Yeah. It's not coming soon. out. They depends on when this podcast like, is out. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Let me know because then I. Well, when's it coming out? When will it be on newsstands? I, I think it, it's it, up to individual retailers when they want to put it on the stands. But certainly by the first of the month, um, okay. it'll be and it'll be mailed out to subscribers um, last week of, of April. Okay. Um, but I mean, do you almost more... starting next week? Yeah, almost starting next week. I think subscribers will start to get it. Gotcha. Sorry, we just that. got it. Yeah, yeah. We, we just, I just oh. got this yesterday. Oh, yeah. no kidding. So, okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, you can get you... it at CVS, Stop and Shop, um, Price Shopper. You're supposed to. Um, although United Cigar. I'm sure United Cigar. Huh? That's yeah, a derby that's on Elizabeth Street. Street. Yeah. Okay. They had Fangoria up to Fangoria for a while. I That's an old style That's that's the kind of thing. Exists in the valley. There used to be an right. old newsstand in um, an old news shop in Middletown, which was also like a smoke shop and cigar shop um, called um, called Central News that I adored growing up. You could get like the weirdest little publications, niche publications in there. Even used to like back in the nineties, used to be able to get international newspapers there. Um, now it's closed, and it's like a it's like a pickle themed bar. Um, Whoa! Like they serve you pickles, like all kinds of different pickles. Anyway, whatever. It's not as good as Is it called the real dill. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know. What, I can't remember what's something called. that rhymes with pickle. Um, pickle your pickle or something like that. But that's the kind of thing that exists in the valley that is not existing. Or like, or like um, News Haven in New Haven, um, what used to be an old newspaper and magazine shop. It's now a Panera Bread. Um, I scoff as I say that. But, Although but, the cities are, I mean, like there's going to be economic development people listening to this in city halls and so yeah, Derby. Stampeding to we'll get be like, a Panera. We want Panera! <laughs> so there is, like, we have room to grow. Sell their firstborn we, to get a Panera. <laughs> right, yeah, we would, I think the Valley would like to get rid of some of these like uh, uh, toxic waste well, dumps. Derby, Derby, Derby just <laughs> got a Panera a couple years yeah. ago. Right? But you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah, right, you don't make the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. You don't, yeah. yeah. Right. We, 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 Which we, is an error that some towns make in their development stuff. I mean, that, that, well... On a larger, on a, on a, like a more philosophical topic, that's a lesson I think that the rest of Connecticut can actually learn from the Valley, is how do you maintain these individual characters of these towns, um, even as you develop? Because... Well, what you do is one mayor gets in, <laughs> and then everybody does a mutiny against it, and then you just get stuck, and you just have infighting <laughs> ever. 
and then there's no progress. <laughs> Except in Shelton. Yeah, well, you got a guy in there for 25 right. years. He's the emperor. Despite all the <laughs> slings and arrows. Yeah. Of outrageous misfortune. Yeah, and this is... Uh, um, this issue is also available online in its entirety, so there's a special section of the website um, with all the Valley stories in one place. And what's the website? The website is ConnecticutMag.com, and there will be a link there on the homepage to it. And that's up now, so that's that's before um, it even is on stands. You can, you can hit it online anytime. Sweet. So I want to thank you guys, unless there's anything else you want to add. Because I know, you know people like Connecticut Magazine in the Valley, and I know that just through our experiences on Facebook. And I say this without a hint of jealousy or bitterness. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, the lists really do well and people enjoy it because, like I said, sometimes people have this view of the valley, like, eh, the valley, Wait, eh, how's Derby? <laughs> Speaking yeah, of, like, my brother-in-law. <laughs> yeah. So what you guys do is actually uh, good for the community. Well, we love the valley. Yeah. Absolutely. This is a celebration. All right, let's go to Bad Sons. Yeah. <laughs> See you next week. For hundreds of years, we brought you the news. For the info, we gave you the clues. Owners' profits were always sky high. Changing market now threatens our lives. Critical reading, dumb down nation, signs have been breeding. TV sucking ideas from our head. Public discourse, just about dead. We'll ride the dinosaur. Yeah, ride the dinosaur. Our readers are in the opens each day. Online clickbait, a brilliant way.
presses are running all through the night We're printing the truth with all of our might We're platform agnostics, got that interweb too Buy an ad, see what we can do Still have subscribers, still have a fans, we're here every day, so give us a chance and we'll make an art stand. Just hold us in your hand, yeah, and we'll ride the dinosaur. Yeah, ride the dinosaur.